0: Good morning, everybody. Today, we're going to be learning Daf Chaf Gimel in Masechah Subas. Happy Rosh Chodesh Av. Yay. Let's start three lines up from the bottom of Chaf Bez, Amad Bez. Shnayim You know, we're going to get, God willing, tomorrow. And over Shabbos, you'll be during the Chaf Dalet. I think I'm filling in for Stewie Shabbos at Shomrei. And it's going to finally say, why do we need all these cases of Pesha Asar or Pesha Hittier? What is each new one teaching you? It'll be a summary. You guys will get to review it. Anyway, here, unlike yesterday, where the woman herself was testifying about herself, you have Adem. Two of them are saying she got married. Two are saying she did. You've got to be careful. You can't get married. But if you did, it's all right. You could stay married. It's exactly a 50-50 proposition as to whether she's an ish. So once she gets married, why does she not have to leave? Gemara will discuss. Sh'nai Whereas if they said that two said she was divorced, the two said she was not, so that she shouldn't get married, just like in the first case, but the difference is if they were arguing about whether she had been divorced, in other words, they're, both adam are conceding that she was married. It's just a question of whether she was divorced. Then if she does get married, in that case, she should get out of that marriage. As we arrive at chav Gimel, the Gemara asks, so is nonplussed. What do you mean? I don't understand. Chazaka. Maishna Resh uh, and Seifa. I mean, after all, in the second case, again, why is it in the case of Kiddushin that she's allowed to stay married? In the case of gerushin she has to get out of the marriage. So you could say, well, in the case of gerushin, both A- them are conceding that she was married. So her Chazaka, as it were, is that she's an ish. <laughs> As opposed to in the case of Where they're arguing Whether she got married Her chazaka is that she is single So those are two very different things You're allowed to marry a single woman You're not allowed to marry an esh ish But what it probably means mm-hmm. According to some They're showing them say Well midar banan Even if She should be say In the case of The first case also Right And that's true In other words How do you allow Right How do the rabbis Going to allow a woman Where there's a 50-50 proposition So she's an ish, ish to stay in a marriage. That in itself is surprising enough. Okay. So, right, the only way to understand this price is to say that the whole thing was Echad. Oh. So now, it makes more sense. Watch this. Right, so we're assuming that they're talking about a single girl, right? And you have one guy who says that she was Mikudeshas. So, so, the one, so you have one A that says she's Mikudashes, right? But we have two witnesses or a chazaka or an established understanding that she was already an Asian, that she was single, right? That was the Khazaka. I thought I heard your card, bro. And therefore, that case would be, that case would be the case of, of why she is allowed to stay in the marriage because you only have one. Well, why would you not allow her to get married in the first place? Well, that could be back to what we were saying before, the Pasakov don't, you know, if, if there's already like a weird uh, mm-hmm. vibe and everybody's talking about the fact that she was mikudeshes, you should avoid it. But Bidi. but you could stay in that marriage. Fine. And Sefa, what about the Seifa with the Girishhan? So Eid Garsha. So the question is, if only in Eid Echad says she means Garsha, now it makes even more sense because the Chazaka is that she was married. And all you have is one A that says that she was divorced. Of course you should you have to get out of your subsequent marriage, right? So again, Seifa, Eid Echaloman is it's Vedechal Nisgarsha, Tavashus Ish Kamisadi, right? They're both conceding that she had been nacious ish. Right, the is Garsha, And the one who says that she was is just one aid. Right? You have a previously established, established chazaka. And so if both cases are talking about just eight echads arguing, so it's always going to be the previously established khazaka that's going to win out. So just to catch you up in Yemen in the case of where they think it was a single woman and there's a machulk between two single aiden about whether she got married. So we're gonna let her stay in a marriage because she has a chazaka, she was single. If there's a chazaka that she was married and both Adam concede that, but they're having an argument about whether she subsequently was divorced. So then of course, we're gonna treat her as a nature sister. You're gonna to have to get out of that marriage. Very good. Now, Reva Ashi Amar, right? Le'olam uh, tre'otre. He's gonna explain our Bryce in a different way. He's gonna say, tre'otre ve'epoch. Or epoch? in other words, if you have Trey Trey, then watch this. He's going to explain that in the case of, of, Mikude, of where they're arguing over Mikudeshus, she has to leave her husband. But in the case of arguing whether she's Mikudeshus, she could stay with him. How's that? Like this. <speaking in> Shnaim <Spanish> omrim Aha. loti vim nise So in other words, like this, we saw her. Two two say, we saw her, we were at the wedding. And two says, no, we were not at that wedding. So she can't get married. And if she gets married, she has to get out of the wedding, why? Because just because they said that they weren't at the wedding. So, right, the three of us, uh, right, (laughs) let's say say Binyamin and David say, we were at that wedding. Of course she's married, she can't get remarried. And then Barry and Andrew say, Oh, we weren't at that wedding. So now we're all looking at each other awkwardly, because we know that Barry and Andrew simply were not invited to that wedding, right? And but the wedding took place. So she was Mikudeshes, right? Awkward, but true. In other words, we cannot let her get married. If she gets married, she's an she, she has to get out of that wedding. She just says the gemara. That's obvious. Lori, you know, I ain't Uriah. The fact that Barry and Andrew didn't know about the wedding isn't raya. they just didn't get invited. No, it has to be, they live in a bubble. They live in, in uh, it's Shari Zayin, everybody talks. And no, nothing happens without everybody knowing about it. And then the Chedesh is like this. You might have said that if indeed she was married, everybody would have known. Even Barry and Andrew would have known about it. There would have been a public, underst- right? Everybody would have known about it. Kala Isla means there was a, a, a voice. Right, it would have been ha. Mash What?
1: supposed to be the No, 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 no,
0: no, <laughs> no. said you're not supposed to be the subject to hawk The pasuk and Mishle. This is not hawk to get married. Meaning, you're not supposed to be the subject no, subject so of be negative be hawk. Know,
1: right, okay. So.
0: Okay, you're not supposed to do something inappropriate. Yeah. No. If right. Okay. So. So, Kola Isla, right, you're allowed to get married and that creates a call. You're even allowed to get divorced and that creates a call. You're just not allowed to get married when you're already married to somebody else and generate that call. Or you're not even allowed to get married if people think that you're married to somebody else. Okay, that's the kind of hockey you're not supposed to generate. You're allowed to generate a call, just not a, right, a sketchy call. Right. Kamash the the So, what's going on here? That... The Bryce is telling us, right, that sometimes people do become, get married, right, and you have a, have a private kedushin, and therefore the fact that the neighbors don't know, that Barry and Andrew are not aware of it, does not necessarily mean that, that it didn't happen. Oh. And therefore, when they say we didn't see the shoes, that, when Barry and Andrew say that, that we didn't see it, right, it doesn't mean anything. Right, so that's, that's the, uh, that's the Chiddush, Right, that even though they say they didn't see it, it doesn't mean anything. Fine. So, Seifa, Shnaim Omen Renur So, okay, so that's why she has to get out. In other words, just because Barry and Andrew weren't there does not mean, even in, right, even in, uh, like a bungalow colony, right, if Barry and Andrew say that they weren't there, it doesn't mean that she didn't get, uh, married. And that's what the Bryce is teaching you. That, in fact, she probably did get married because Binyamin and David are, Testifying that they were at this wedding, and therefore, if she marries somebody else, subsequently she has to get out of that wedding. And that's what it means that she has to get out of the wedding if there's Adam that she was married. What about the other way? Why does she? Why can she stay in a wedding if there's Adam that there was divorced? So seifa Omer Omer Right. So you have two. Adam would say that she, they saw that she was divorced. Edom never heard of that divorce. She shouldn't get remarried, and if she gets remarried, she could stay in that marriage. My kamash, Malan. What do we learn from that? Afagav that even if you live in a fishbowl or a bungalow colony or somewhere where everybody knows everybody's business, hainu Well, that's the same point that we learned in the first part of the b'risa. Right? That it's the same lesson, that it could be that there was Garishin, but we didn't know, didn't hear about it. Okay, so we get it. But at the end of the day, um, Benjamin and David know that she was divorced. So she. that's why we don't make her get out of her marriage. So the Umaira says no. The second case has to be the same. In other words, you might have thought that it is only a wedding that is done, that can be done on the down low. Private weddings like they used to do, right? Um, in all the cultures and times in Jewish history where you were not allowed to get, have a Jewish wedding. So you had to keep it very quiet. But, ah, uh, divorce, everybody in town knows about divorce. There would be a Kali Islam that's Haq, and everybody talks about the divorce, and that therefore, if Andrew and Mary didn't hear about it, it might mean that the divorce never happened, and therefore, even in that case, she would have to get out of the marriage because clearly she's still an Jewish de that it's possible to get married on the down low and also to get divorced on the down low and therefore she does not need to leave the second marriage so in other words the reason why we need both pirates of the Bryce uh, according to Ravashi is because it is. you might have thought that it's a bigger Chiddush to say that they were able to be divorced on the down low but at the end of the day we say that if you have two Edim and again, what makes this Bryce a different, Andrew, just so we keep track, is that two Adem are saying they know for sure that she was married, so she has to get out of that marriage. She has to get out of the subsequent marriage. The two Adem say that they know for sure she was divorced, so she really could stay in the subsequent marriage. The only thing is, the married Andrew are coming in and say they'd never heard of it. Okay. So they never heard of it, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. That's the bottom Fine. line. Fine. Two dots, five lines up from the Y. Then back to our Mishnah. What happens in our Mishnah here, don't forget. That's where the woman testifies on herself. And this is back to the concept of Pesha Asar, Pesha Yitir. And, and what the, this is the last clause of our Mishnah that said that if the woman herself uh, said, you know, she shows up, a new girl shows up in town. So Binyamin says, aw, oh, you know, w- w- what are you up to these days? And she says, uh, well, you should just know I was previously married. But um I've subsequently been divorced and I'm single and ready to mingle. So Binyamin says, I know about such things. So then they say, um, she he can go ahead and they can get married. And then the Mishnah says, Ooh, but if Adam come later and say, Oh, we were there, we were at that wedding or whatever, so then she's allowed to stay, right? But that's only if it's after you guys already got married, right? I'm already got to get married, I'm at Trevor Burles already. So that was what the Mishnah had said, right? Now, that's one peshaos or That's the first case. The second case was if she tells Binyamin that she was captured, but she's pure. Don't worry, I was captured by captives, but I kept it real and I was able to avoid being violated. Okay, so we have so we have now a machlokas about this idea of where she does not have to leave her present husband. Uh, we're having a machlokas about this clause, does it apply to the case where she said that she was married and divorced? Or does it apply to the case where she said she was captured but Tahar? In a case of a Kohen, right? So which one is it referring to? Because again, in the, sec- in the second case where she said she was captured but she wasn't violated, so a Kohen is, if he knew that she was captured ahead of time, she doesn't have Peshachas or hitir, he's not allowed to marry her. Right? Because for a Kohain, the fact that she might have been violated makes her also to him. So, Rabosia, says that this whole idea is talking about the case of where she said she was, what, married but divorced. Rababar and Masni La Aseifa. Bar Avin rather says that it has to do with the case of captured but not violated. So, let's elaborate. Man the Masni Right? Rabosia thinks it has to do with divorce. Kul Shakin Seifa. Right. What's going on? So Rashi is explaining. Right? right. In other words, in the case of the Sefer, where she says, I was married, and then subsequently, I was divorced. So that's Ashish-ish. In a case of, of, incar- of, not incarceration, but capture by, by Goyim, that's just the right? But we don't know for sure what happened at all. So so Benjamin thinks it's, it's like axiomatic if you were captured that, that it happened. No, but that's what a is. In other words, it's not it's not like the second you get captured, that's necessarily, like, what if you were captured 20 minutes ago, they didn't get a chance, that kind of thing. It's not axiomatic the way we view it. The fact that we view it as axiomatic, that a person, a woman who comes out of that, that capture in those days that she was violated by the, of the Gachavim, is a chash terbonah. So, if you hold that you're, she's allowed to stay in her wedding, in her marriage, in a case of an asius ish, so then certainly you're not going to be concerned about the chashash However, right? However, Rabba bar who thinks that the case is talking about the capture of alareisha lo. So, in the case of the capture, he's going to say, fine, let her stay married, because again, she's saying that she was captured, but she wasn't violated. Hi. So she says that she was captured, she wasn't violated. So. And then Adam, so she has a pesha usar, pesha hitir, right? She has great credibility. And then Adem happened to come and say, you know what, we, we were there, it was terrible. We saw her get captured. It doesn't mean that she was necessarily violated, right? So yes, she loses some of her credibility after the fact, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it, that, that she's Aser to her Kohen husband. As opposed to if she says that she was married, she was divorced, and then they take away her pesha usar. So then, it's more serious, okay? So that's what it means. So it says the Gemara. Lema, maybe, this, this machlokas, of whether it's referring to the ratio of the seifa, has to do with a different machlokas. This is where it gets fun. Lema, be, revumma, be, revhamnuna, What does revhamnuna teach us? Anybody remember? Revhamnuna says, Rashi hooks us up. D-amar gi-rashtani ne-amenes. Hilkach, ha, de, amar grusha, ani, me- grusha, ani, mehemna. Haha. <laughs> Yeah. After all, if a woman, according to Rav Amnuna, right, a woman is allowed to be a single aide to say that her husband divorced her. That was his, that was his shot. Why? He held that because Aina Me'i is a bit fun of, right? Because he said the woman would never say that she's divorced, knowing that her husband, who's, if he's, if she's not in fact divorced, is going to challenge her and she's going to be intimidated, so a woman would never just go out and say, oh, yeah, I got divorced, don't worry. He says that we're married, but you don't believe him. He believes her, even as an eight Echad, so to speak, when she says she's divorced. Well, if that's the case, then he's going to believe her even in the second case, uh, in, even in the first case of girishtani and Kavah Homer in the case of the Tumah, right? Because we've already established that if you believe her when she says she was divorced, you certainly believe her when she says that she was captured and, and remained to her. So maybe that's the machlokis, right? Maybe Ravosia, who says that it's on the first case, is holding like Rav Nuna. Demand, as the Gemara says, demand demasi la resha isle the Rav right? Ravosia holds that we believe her even in the divorce case, as opposed to the capture case, because he holds like Rav Nuna that she would never lie about that. seifa and Rava Bar Avin, who holds that no that we're only going to believe her in the capture case, but now in the divorce case, the he does not hold like Rav Nuna, because he doesn't believe her in every case where she says she was divorced. Maybe that's the Machlokas, says the Gemara, not necessarily, Lo, It's not toloy on that Machlokas, as they say. Why? Maybe they both hold like Rav Nuna, that she normally wouldn't lie. However, but the Machlokas would be like this, the Mar eat murder of Rav Nuna, be fun of. Why did Rav Nuna say it? Bifanov, after all. What was the mechanism? What was the reason why Ravnuna believed her? Literally, I was going to ask him, like, okay. So yeah, yeah. Like, so Mark Binyamin him. had exercised impulse control because he was going to ask, isn't that machlokis only about when you're befanov? And obviously, if he's out of town.
1: She shows up in town and says, oh, yeah, by the way, I was very before Right, as Binyamin points out, the very
0: case is a case where this girl is coming out of Hudson Plus. We don't even know where she is, we don't know her status. That's why we're having this conversation in the first place. So, did you stop at Royal Farms to get a coffee before you got here? Yes. Okay. So, so, oh, anyways, so, so, so he said, right, that's the reason why, oh, we're Scottish, I get it. That's the reason why, right? In other words, this woman, we don't know what her status is. And so, it's Lobofanov. So, we have no Ravamnuna here right? Because the whole point of Rav Amnuna was that we believe her every time she says divorced because the husband's going to come and question it. Ah, so that would be the machlokas. in other words, right? They both hold Rav the, Amnuna, the, the believer in a divorce. Aval Which is the case of Lovifan, of Me'iza. Maybe even Rav Amnuna himself would say, right, that she would lie in a, in, in, about being divorced when her husband is across the seas. Umar Savar, Shalovifan of Nami Eina Me'iza. So that maybe it's a detailed machlokis within Rabbi right? Maybe Rav Oshia, right, is arguing uh, with Rabbi Bar-Avin about the detail within Rav Hamnuna. Whether you believe or also, even when it's shalob that would be the mechlokas. Rav Oshia holds, right, the Rav Hamnuna, who says, einam me'iza, applies even shalob b'fanav, like in our case, right? And that would be in fact, uh, that would be in fact the machlokis. Okay, now we're gonna quote again that final halacha, five lines down in the wide, vim shenises bo adim. What happens again if the adim came after, right, she doesn't have to leave her her husband, right? In other words, she has a pesha asar, hit hitir, she has great credibility, she gets married based off of that credibility, and then she subsequently loses the pet asar, we don't make her get out of that marriage. Says the Gemara, oh mamish. Oh. When it says nises, it doesn't really mean that she got, it's a bigger kula. Not only, do we let her stay in the marriage only if she had the says. Wow. In other words, a bigger kula. Bezdin adjudicated this case. They said, Ah, oh, you're allowed to get married? All right. Binyamin is setting a wedding date and Bezdin already adjudicated and then the them come. Well, too late. Binyamin, the wedding, not, you don't have to call it off. You could still do it because Bezdin already decided. That's a big Kiddush. Because after all, the Gemara says, Va te te the Mishnah had said the word that she doesn't have to get out of her marriage. If all they did was, was decide that she's allowed to get married, what is she getting out of? Right? So it says the Gemara, te te harishon. takes it out of the shot of the Mishnah and says, no, what she doesn't get out of is the Heter to get married. Wow. A, Bryce, a related Bryce to that effect. Tanurbanen. But would
1: that apply by
0: which uh, With that case of Yeah uh, Presumably Oh well That would be yeah. Talon the Machlokas Whether it would apply Also to, to base, uh Where she was um, Captured and, and to her Would be Talon that Machlokas I mean, you know, Right And that has to do With the coin So yes uh, Binyamin is just Pointing out That the first case Is applying to Binyamin Because he's not a coin Whereas the second case Would only apply To his Brother-in-law mm-hmm. Oh uh, no yeah.
1: yeah
0: Oh you do But he's not a coin either Oh yeah, he is. Okay, good. So then it would apply to his brother in law who is a call. That really works. I get sometimes lost in that family tree, believe me. Okay, Tanoraban. Amarny Shasi Ani. So the woman said I was captured, right? But I'm Tahor. So this is already a case in our Mishnah. But here, the She says she has aidim that she was not violated in captivity. So Einomim We're not going to say, alright, you know what? Bring the aidim. We believe her. Elamatir osamigad. Right. What if they let her get married? Right. To a Kohen, as Benjamin points out. Because that's the only question, area where there's a Shila, right? She can marry Stroll. Even if she had been violated in captivity. But a Kohen, we allow that marriage to go through. Then when the witnesses that she said were so rock solid show up, they said, Oh, no. Can you, can you verify now that she already got married? Can you verify that she wasn't violent in prison? They said, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we saw her in prison, but we didn't know. How, how would we know whether she was violated? Uh oh. Says the Bryce, says the, she could still stay in that marriage. So that she could stay in the marriage, but, but if your mom and she have aid them and say, oh, no, no, she was violated, we were right there. That already, I feel kama bonim, no matter what happens, again, assuming she married a Kohen. And even if she had children, the Kohen is not allowed to marry her. He can't continue to be married to her. That's a door And she would have to dissolve that marriage. And I guess it would make her children retroactively halalim. Right? So that's a problem. But there's no way around it. There's a nisodor raisa there. Do okay. we do
1: that retroactively?
0: And we do that retroactively. Say we would do it retroactively? Well, to, oh, you mean would we make them halalim retroactively? Yeah. That's a good question. I think so. He had been with his zona. So. That isn't that. Doesn't that mean that the children are halalim?
1: No, I'm just asking if, if, it, if it kicks in retroactively or not.
0: So, um, I I think so, but uh, so but but we could double check just to verify, and then retroactively we will have said the right or the wrong thing. Okay, twelve lines on from oh, the it bottom. Seems,
1: it seems from before, right? Right. Like I said that Right, right, we were willing to say that, you know, oh, if
0: once she has a Hether,
1: then, you know, she can go get married. So would that make her kids a mom or We found out afterwards that she was... Aha. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. no, basically said that, oh, we had
0: a Peshach. Okay, so Binyam just wants to know if this, if these kinds of halachas, do they create a reality? Uh, I don't think so. In other words, we say, like, we allow a woman to get married, right. that her husband died. So she gets married, and then she has children. And then her husband then shows up. Right. And it turns out she was an Aishas ish You can't undo that, right? Okay. She was an Aishas ish doesn't mean she wasn't an Aishas ish just because we let her get married. Okay. So 12 lines up at the bottom. Hani Yassid da Asiyon Nahardah. Story time. There was a captured woman in Nahardah. So, it's like this. They find out that there are these captured women, Rachmanah Letzelah. They bring them to Naharda as part of like a big... Ran some effort. Okay? So now the women are there, and uh Shmuel, right, Shmuel's father, now that they have them here in like a quasi-captivity, negotiating their release, he's putting guards to make sure they don't get violated. Amalei Shmuel. So Shmuel says to his father, Tati, they had the idna man triu. Until now, who was guarding them? In other words, what's the point of guarding them now? Whatever happens, happens. Amalei so Shmuel says, so his father says to him. Yeah, what if they were your daughters? You wouldn't put a guard there? In other words, you could say, Ah, they're already violated. Let them just be violated some, some more until we ransom them. You would never say such a thing. Wow. That remark was like, you know, from the mouth of babes, as we say in English, or as we say in Mord Katten, or in Kohelis. Kishkogosh Right? It's a version of Navuar in the words, right? Satan. Also in the other way. You say it and it means it means some import. Because after all, this ended up having some prophetic aspect to it as follows. Shmuel. amazingly, subsequently, the daughters of Shmuel were in fact once captured. Uh oh. Israel. And this was obviously very tragic and traumatic, and it was after this whole thing and then they bring them back from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, and the girls were lamdish. They were very smart. They left their captors standing outside, and they say, can you please wait here? Because they were, in fact, then, right, redeemed. They said, what? They did it a lundish way. They wanted to establish a Pesha Asr. Watch this. They said to their captors, wait outside. They went to the base of Rebbe and they established a Pesha Asr, as we've described in our Mishnahis. Because they said like this, they came in and they said, <laughs> And sure enough, they each proposed a claim of, I was captured, but now I'm Tahar. Which we already said in our Mishnah, that is Pesha Asr, Pesha hitir. Mind you, the captors were outside, but the Bezdin didn't know that, right? In, in other words, without if they had known that, they would have no Pesha Asr, because then obviously, they would lose their credibility. But they knew better than to do that, so they kept all the evidence... Outside, they walked into Bezdin, they established a Pesha hitter, thus establishing great credibility, and thus uh, being able to preserve right the status of Tahorah and Sharinu. And Rav Chanina's Bezdin permitted them to marry Kohanim. So Sof Ol also Shavino, then the captors came in, they said, all right, time's up, what's going on in here? So I'm a Rabbi Chanina. so Rabbi Chanina right away figured out what was going on, he says, yeah, these girls are yeshivish girls, they went, Right, these girls are from Yeshiva Lane. They knew that, that what the halacha was. They did this in a really good, lumbish way. Sure enough, those were the daughters of Mashmoel. And Amar Lei, Rebbe Chanina, Rebbe and Baraba, Poki Itapo Bekrova Seich. Chanina said to Rebbe and Baraba, you can go marry one of these girls, right? You can marry these, your relatives, so to speak, your brethren, so to speak. The girl's version of that, because she, she is, they are kosher, so wait, Rav Shemim Barabbat says, But what if other people come and say that they were violated? Like what's the future that I have with these women? I'm always going to be sleeping with one eye open thinking somebody's going to say that they were violated abroad. So Rav Hanina said, He said, Now they're kosher and you don't have any Edim. You're going to spend your life worrying about what the future might bring with and they should be prohibited? You're going to condemn them to a life of never getting married, never getting engaged because of a far-out possibility? No, 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 no. You have to judge the situation by a Husham and trust it, okay? And hope for the best. He's not risk-averse here because even though we're saying that, oh, so you're going to say, wait a minute, but if Adam come after the fact? No, but we're going to let him stay married if Adem come after the fact. Unless it's Adetumah. No, if it's
1: the kids, no. They're going
0: to get married and they're going to get kids. The only thing that you have to worry about that really would be a problem would be day Tuma. And that really would make the kids halalim. That would be a problem, yes. Even though that if Eidim did in fact show up day Tuma, it would be a problem. We're going to say that that's a remote possibility we're trusting these girls, okay? You don't, you don't, you don't base your life on the mistrust.
1: But it doesn't affect the It's like macros this. you know, the mom is was Right. Yeah. okay so your kids won't be gone but it's not going to affect you at all so don't in your entire life you oh that's what you're on. saying
0: yeah I understand no <laughs> yeah, no no but you don't want the kids to be tummy either so the Gemara says wait a minute time of the loss of Edim well the whole reason she's allowed to marry is because you didn't have ede Tumah or Eide rather uh, in this case Edim that she was captured Also, Eide Mitzra but once witnesses came of Hanina would agree that she's that she's Aser Abu Adishmuel Right? They wanted to let her marry, then even though she didn't marry yet. So, it sounded like they were saying that the whole reason was that the Adim didn't come. But had the Edim been there, so then that's contrary to what we said before. Because we said before that once we decided they were a mutter, then even once the Adim came in, she would be allowed to get married. So the answer is, yeah. we weren't talking about the Adim that she was married, but rather, Aday Tuma. Now we have two minutes, and we're at the Mishnah on Chavkimon on the top. That's not the one I meant, Andrew. Andrew says, if you're only going to the mission, it better be the one on the bottom. There's another one on the bottom. So the mission on the top says, Okay, Okay. so now again, the women were captured, but now one says that I am Tahar. They both say about themselves. If they both say about themselves that I was captured but I'm Tahar, they're not believed on themselves. It was man shehain. It's amazing. But if they say, right? It's like if you daven for yourself, then I don't know if you can expect to be answered. Oh, but if you daven for the same thing for your friend, Hashem will answer your own prayers. You see that? So here, if they say that the other one is tahar, then they're believed. If they say that they're Tahr, they're not believed. Why? So Rashi says, it's also a halachic mechanism here. If, you, if, you, if you're saying it on someone else, Right? In other words, when it comes to Shvuya, you're believed if it's an ed Echad. Yeah, but you're only believed if you're saying it about someone else. You're not an aid about you can't be an aid about yourself because you're no giabadaver. So we'll continue Bezat Hashem, after Davening with the Gemara. Okay, so continuing over here on the Gemara on Gimel Amad Bez. So again, the Mishnah talked about if two women were in captivity. So we have to understand, we're going to lay down the ground rules now. The Mishnah simply said that if they testify on themselves that they're tahar, so then they're not going to be believed. But if they testify on each other that they're tahar, then they are going to be believed. So that gives us ground rule number one, buried at the top of Bez, the el the mishnah That was what the Mishnah said. Now, again, the ground rules are as follows. If the women say we have a Kula. Then an Eid Echad is in fact believed to say that the other one is Tahar in captivity. right? We have a Kula to that effect. That we believe an Eid Echad to say that someone was Tahar in activity. And that Neimanis carries a Neimanis almost of two Eidim such that if somebody were to challenge that, then if one Eid were to challenge that, only one Eid would not have enough power to undo that. We're going to see what would be the case if there were or they were not Eidim to the effect that they were captured, again, those adim would serve, as we've been discussing until now, to reduce the credibility by removing the pesha asa pesha hitter. Again, the, if the argument is, and, and we see, because we've already learned a case where if a woman says, I was captured and I was not violated, we believe her so long as we don't have adim telling her that we were captured, and that's the principle of pesha asa That's the principle of her credibility being. Established by the fact that she volunteered the information that she was captured. So that's step number one. That's where we start the conversation. And then where we continue the conversation is well, she also is believed to be an edachar to someone else to say that they are Tahar. Because there too we have a special kula. That's not really Pesha Asr, that's a special kula. Now we're going to use both of those principles. And I guess we'll throw in one last principle, which is Shavya Nafsha Chatikha de Isura which is a woman is believed on herself, as we said before, to say that she was nitma. When she says that, then it's going to take a lot to undo that because she is always going to have the authority to make herself usher. You put those three principles together, and now we're going to have the Punnet square, or whatever you want to call it, all the permutations of the Gemara where it discusses. So again, with those principles in mind, if two women testify on themselves that they're Torah they're not believed, Right, again, this is assuming that we know that, that they were captured, as we'll see in the Gemara. If they're testifying each other, they are believed because of the Kula. It says the Gemara. So now we're going to have four cases. First case Anit Me'av So the two women. So the first case is the woman testifies she is Tame, her friend is Tahar. Ne'amenez. She is believed about both, right? Again, she's believed about herself. Because she's not, she's believed about her friend because of the kula that you can have a single aid to be metaher, a friend, right? So, she's believed about both, okay. What if she says she's to her and her friend is Tameh? So then, ain't Then she won't believe on either, right? Because she's not believed on herself. She can only be an aid on someone else. But she's not believed on herself to say that she's pure. However, She's also not believed on someone else as a single aid to say that they're tame, right? You can't be metame someone else with a single aidos. So that's not enough, right? The kula to say that you believe a single aid is only a kula when she says that she's tahar. not when she says that she's tame. Oh. Case so that's case one, and case two. So again, case one, I'm tame, she's tar. Case two, I'm tar, she's tame. Case three, Aniva chaver ti We're both tame. So then it's just an extension. The Gemara will address this. What are we learning that's extra? But if she's saying we're both to then nemenas al-atsma and nemenas al And that makes sense. It's just following the principles that we said. She's believed on herself because of shavinav shechati chalei and therefore she's tameh. She's not believed on her friend, right, because she is not, uh, she doesn't have the authority as a single aid to make somebody tameh only to make them tahor, which leads to case number four, aniva haverti tahor, me and my friend are both tahor, then nemenat al-chaverta, so because of the kula cool that a single aid is them on. Um, in order to make them Tahar. She's believed on her friend, but she does not have such authority to make herself Tahar as a single aid, and thus are the four cases. Says the Gemara, Let's take case number two. I am Tahar, and my friend is Tameh. We said we don't believe either one. What would be that case? Let's say there's no Edim. So then, if you don't have Adim that she was violated or that she was captive at all, so then she should be believed on herself to say that she's Tahar after all. That is the case. Without Aydim, the basically Tahar on camera. That's the classic case that we said of Pesha also Pesha is, is there. She's not... Nope, we don't have Adim to say that she was captive. She's saying, I was captive but I'm Tahar, so she should be believed, right? That's I, don't Peche, what? I don't know that they were. Right. In other words, in the case where she is the source of the information that she was captured, that's her Pesha Asar. That is what lends her the credibility to be believed when she says that nonetheless I am Ta'ar. Right? So it has to be. And yet, right, the B'raisa says that she's not believed to say about herself that she's tahar. So the only way that we would not believe her is if she doesn't have the Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir mechanism. Right. And the only way that she loses that mechanism if there's Edim that already have volunteered the information or testified, I should say, That she was captured.
1: So the verse is different than the Mishnah. In the Mishnah. Right, Rashi on the first line of the Mishnah says she ate a Mishnah, right? Exactly. There's no Pesha Atter Pesha
0: Right, in the Mishnah, there's no Pesha Atter Pesha That's why she's never believed on herself. Right, that our Mishnah said, but I'm just pointing out. In the Mishnah, we said, you believed on someone else and you're not believed on yourself. Our Mishnah is only highlighting the halacha of the kula that you can be an Eid Echa to testify about somebody else to say that they were tar. But our mission is assuming that you are not believed to testify on yourself. So you could have asked the question on the Mishnah, wait a minute, I thought we just talked about Peshawar pesha hitir, which is why Rashi and the Mishnah has to say, no, our mission is talking about when you have no Peshawar pesha hitir, which is to say, it has to be talking about a case where we already have witnessing establishing ahead of time that you were captured. So everybody knows you were captured. The only testimony that's going on in the Mishnah is whether you're a or not, in which case a woman is only believed to say so about her friend, but not about herself. Okay, so good observation, and that's that's the difference. But the brisa, right, so now the brisa, right, when it doubles down, right, it's saying, wait a minute, why is she not believed? Doesn't she have peshahs or peshahitir? The brisa is like following the Mishnah, and so it's in the brisa, and the analysis of the brisa we learn it must be that, like in the Mishnah, that's a case where there's edim that say they were captured, and therefore they're not believed on themselves. So the gemara says, wait a minute, if there's edim, what about the third case? What's the third case? It said that we were both Tamay. What do we say? That was the third case. And what did the Bresa say? That she's believed on herself that she's Tame, but she's not believed on her friend to say that she's Tame. Wait a minute. If you have mehemna. why is she not believed on her friend? In other words, the whole point in the third case was that she, as an Eid Echad, could say, could be believed that her friend is Tame. Well, that would only work if there's already Edim that they were captive. She could never do- violate her friend, so to speak, or defile her, uh, make Aidis against her, unless there were no witnesses to their captivity. So says the Gemara, Eima Seifa, well, if there's no witnesses, then what about the fourth case, which she says, If there's no Edim, why is she not al We go back to the original case of, right, atzma being Peshas peshita. right? Ida leika Edim, lai lo mehemna. Right, because right? after all, we've already established that a woman where we do not have any knowledge of her captivity, and she volunteers that knowledge, should be allowed to be made on herself that she's Tahar. So it's clear that in the fourth case, there are Edim. It is clear that in the third case there are no Eidim. So what's going on? So the Gemara says it has to be right? That the second case and the fourth case are the cases where, where she says to ani, and there has to be Eidim and mitzi also and then the and the, the third case where she says that we're both tamei. That is only the case where there are Eidim. Is that the case? So the Gemara says Amar Yeah, that's the only way you can explain it it's the of Eden. Wow. So now the Gemara says no. Raf Papa has a different explanation. Raf Papa is going to take the whole brysa and put it in a backdrop of a con- one single contradicting aid to make it easier for you, Barry. Okay? As follows. Amar Papa. Papa Amar. All the cases are where there are witnesses. So we're going to be now like the Mishnah. This is going to make it actually a little bit cleaner, believe it or not. Because now, why, why clean it? Because we don't have to explain that, oh, this is that case, this is that case. This is all clean. Awesome. Our Mishnah and our Bresa are all talking about cases where everybody knows that these women were in captivity. That's Yadua. That's going to be the cleanest, most relatable case. So then what's going on? ka'apich. Oh. But whatever the women are saying, or testifying, there's always one aide who's showing up and he's contradicting everything they said. And it's not to aid him, but a single aid. as follows. So, Let's begin with the first case. Again, it's, I'm Tameh, she's Tahar is case number one. We're both Tameh is case number two. What? Oh. No, no, I'm tame. I'm sorry. I'm tame. and she's Tahar is case number one. I'm Tar and she's Tahar is case number two. We're both Tameh is case number three. We're both Tara's case number four. Right. So again, case number one. I'm Tameh and she's Tahar. Nitameh and she's Tahar. So Nate says, Attawa, Chavirtach Tame'a. So he says the exact opposite of what she says. So watch this. After all, what did she say? She said she's tameh and her friend is Tahar. So now we're going to actually very simply, Barry, we're going to implement our principles into this b'risa. It's all going to work out. Because despite the contradicting aid, when she says that she's Tamei, she has shavi Nasha Chatecha Dei you're not going to be able to undo that unless you have two Aiden contradicting her. And therefore, the single aid won't be enough. However, in that same breath, she had said that her friend was Ta'r. And there we employ the what? The kula, that you're believed to say that your friend is Tahar. You're believed mamish like two adam to say that your friend Tahar. So again, you said that you sell yourself a Tameh. So the single aid doesn't have the power to undo that, because that's Shavir Nafsheh Khatichaday Surah. But you said that your friend was Tahar. That is a kula, that you're believed like two adam, And in that case, when he contradicts you, you, he doesn't have the power to uproot that either, because you are believed like to them to say that she is Tahar and therefore <laughs> and her friend is in fact going to be uh, Potter by her own testimony you can see why they enjoy learning this in Yeshiva's day okay
1: but, what's the point for this one guy that's showing up he knows that he's an edafod.
0: Uh he just knows what he knows he's just sticking to his truth Binyamin I mean I it's not his fault that he's the only one that happens to know
1: He's trying to follow the the Kuna. No, no, no. He's
0: not trying to do anything. He doesn't have an agenda. He's just sticking to his truth. He no, was a award- like he was award- Like you have by like
1: by um. Like, okay, you show up as one, and maybe you can make zingers at the people that are there, mix and match. But like what you're showing up and just throwing your piece in.
0: Right. So I can't speak to the agenda of this man, other than to say that he he claims to know what actually happened, and he's the only one that was there. So what do you expect him to do? Right. Uh, he's not he's not Lundish. He didn't sit in yeshiva. He didn't learn dafiomi. Uh, thoroughly, so he's just saying what he knows, and let the let the case be adjudicated as it is, right? You can't ask a kasha from a All right. So now the second case. Right? I am tahor, and my friend is Tame. So, so now let's employ the principles, right? Ihi lav kol kibinay. So again, we're saying all these cases we know that she was captured. So when she says that she's tahor, she's not going to be believed, because she's, after all, uh, contradicting Edim, and she doesn't have her Pesha Aser in, in place. However, Haverta mishtari Puma Deid, right? And her, her friend is permitted, because he says Tahar, and now, it's not her testimony that gets her off the hook, it's his Eid saying that she's Tahar, but it's still the same principle of an Eid is Neamon, to say that the woman is Tahar. And now the third case. we're both tamay. Right? In all the cases, he's contradicting everything she said. You're both Tahar. What are you talking about? So, Eid, So, of course, she was already She has that power. It's almost like two him and therefore, his single Eidus that she's her is not going to get her out of it. However, Mishtari Eid. However, now you have a case where he is more powerful in being Mater, her friend, and their own testimony, because that kula is employed like as if it's, it's as if it is to aid him when he's saying that they're tahorim, and therefore the friend is her and she is Tame. So the Gemara asks, well, however, that's the same principles employed. Now we're just being redundant. Hasu lamali Why do we need this third case? It's just an application of all the principles as we said before. nureisha. This would be the same as the beginning of the Brice. So the Gemara says, hachi avda. In other words, you might have thought that she's not really saying that she's Tame. What she's really saying is she wants, right, let's say that both of them in reality, the reality is that they're both tahar. Why does she say that they're Tame? Because she wants to be believed. She wants to lend credibility. She's going to go, I'm going to go down with this ship. She's going to cut off her nose to spite her face. That's what Thomas now she implished him. What did Shimshon do? He said, I'm going to go down with this ship. Right. Uh, I'm going to take one for the team and for whatever reason she wants to render this other woman tame and she's willing to render herself Tame in order to do so. To so maybe that's what she's doing to achieve that. So Kamash Milan, the brightest teacher goes no. That we that we don't that we still even though there's a possibility that why she's saying we're both tame is to say everyone here is Tame and therefore maybe we won't say Nafshe, <laughs> we still say Nafshe even though we question whether she was in, in whether she we think maybe she was disingenuous when she said it, we take it at face value and Shaviyah nafshi. That's the Kiddush of case number three. What's the Kiddush of case number four where she says we're all Tahar? It's going to be the same thing but in the opposite, right? Aniva Tahara Right? He's contradicting, they both tamay. E edim lav kol Right? And again, so since we already have edim, we're saying all these cases according to Papa are where they're edim. And so... If she says she's Tahar, right, she, she's not going to be able to, right. we already know the principle, that she's not going to be able to make herself Tahar by her own testimony. <laughs> and we already know the principle as well, that she does have the power, even in the presence of Adim, to make her friend Tahar as a single aide. So the question is, once we already know these principles, what are we learning from this extra case of when she testifies on herself and her friend? Ha'inu Resha, right? Ha'inu Resha to That's the very, very beginning case. Right? So says the Gemara, you might have thought again, when does she believe? Welcome to Pasal That she only has true credibility. This is a variation on Shavia Nafsha Chaticha In other words, she's really credible if she says, guess what? We were both there. I was violated, but she was not. Well, you might think that that's where she has that real credibility of the Kula of saying that her friend was not violated and she star. But maybe if she's saying, No, we're all tar here, nothing to see here. Kulam Kedoshim, Kulam right. So if she says that, so maybe her credibility is compromised. right? Maybe we say we won't believe her. kamash and that we do. That we stick to the facts, we stick to the principles. That it doesn't matter whether she's saying about both of them, both in the case of Tameh and in the case of Tar, we take what she says at face value. So now we're at the Mishnah. I'll just read through the Mishnah and Andrew, I'm gonna leave you off with three lines left by the Gemara. Uh, and just say like this, again, a case of testimony versus Aden, but this time it has nothing to do with captivity, Barry, has nothing to do with being tame. I know that that's a very disturbing topic for you and it should be for everyone. This is a topic of kahuna. Uh, can, how, what do you need to establish kahuna? Two men, they both say that the You're not believed as an to say about yourself that you're kohen. So it's like a parallel to our mishnah that if they testify about the other one that they're kohen, they are believed. That's a big tradition indeed, right? That not only can you be believed to say that you're tar, but we have a kula here that an eidechat is believed to say, right? That that his friend is in fact a Coin. Right? Very good. Says Rabbi Huda, Ain Mal However, there's three other opinions. Rabbi Huda says you can't have an aid achad to be Mal Wait a minute, when's Rabbi Huddh saying that you can't have be a, a single aid for a kahuna? But sheish orin where the people who actually are going to contradict and say that he's not a coin of a Malcolm But in the absence of anybody who's going to argue this case, and say that he's not a Kohen, we do believe in to say that his lineage is in fact a Kohen. In fact, Rabbi Shimon Megamlil, or Rabbi Shimon Ben Hasgan, right? The, he, he said the name of Rabbi Shimon was the son of the Kohen Gadol, Ma, or the Sgan Kohen Gadol. Everybody believes that you are in fact Ma'al Kahuna al So then when the Gemara resumes tomorrow on the bottom of Chavkim al-Bebe'ez, it's going to say Kohanilomali. We just had so many different cases of Pesha Asr, Pesha why do we need to have all those cases? What's the khirish of each example? And in so doing, Barry, you'll get to Khazar all the cases, Bezatashama, Pesha, Peshit. Everybody have a good job is. this.